1: In the fast-paced world of attacking, speed is everything, and that's where the Furon 7 Plus shines. Engineered for accuracy and precision at a rapid pace, it's your secret weapon on the pitch. Experience overall comfort and precise striking, even in the game's fastest moments. The nylon outsole, with its V-shaped stud configuration, is designed for firm ground, giving you the grip you need to outmaneuver your opponents. Step up your attacking game and learn more, and purchase the Furon at newbalance.com. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate, at least for two more weeks. <sighs> I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm here in the studio, sitting right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Two episodes left. Oh, this my is our goodness. second to last episode. Pen and ultimate. Pen ultimate episode. This is in Game of Thrones. This would be the one where I chop your head off. I mean, let's make it happen. Okay, coming up today, we're going to kick things off with a little ranting. Then we got worse things first, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of this week. And then after that, we are opening up for the very last time in our regular run of Unhappy Hour, the Rant Hotline! You filled our voicemail with so many beautiful complaints ever since we set it up, and... We'll keep the line open, just in case you want a place to bitch. Yeah. Will we check it? Maybe. We'll see. But it's like a time capsule. And then one day in the future, maybe a couple months from now, maybe 10 years from now, we'll look back on the Rant Hotline and perhaps put out more Rant Hotline episodes. Yeah. You're just going to have to keep us in your feed and see what comes out. But for today's episode, we have our final regularly scheduled rant hotline deep dive, and then finally, we'll get into all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So guess what? Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start this shit. Let's, Let's start, start the show. The show. Before we get into our gripes, I know everybody is so sad that Unhappy Hour is ending, yeah. uh, but I'm going to be going on tour, I guess. Oh, I'm doing a bunch my of live shows gosh. in Q1. That's how I say it in, wow. in the biz. I mean,
2: I am currently wearing a blazer, so yeah, I'm familiar with the
1: Qs. Yeah, January, February, March, I'm going to be performing in Portland, Oregon, Buffalo, New York. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Indianapolis, Indiana, St. Louis, Missouri, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Austin, Texas. Damn,
2: you're going all over the place.
1: You can find all of the dates for that on my website. Go on Instagram, you'll find it. We'll the put old, it in the link the in old our Goog, bio. Yeah. You know? If you want to come, you'll find it. Yeah. That's what I always say. You
2: know what, what would be a fantastic stocking stuffer?
1: Tickets. Tickets. To a Map show. To a Map LSI show. LSI show. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm very excited. It'll be fun. I haven't really, like, gone out and done a whole bunch of shows like this in a while. Yeah. So we're kicking off 2023 strong. And listen, Beautiful. we only got a few good years left. Oh, my God. On Earth. Right. Not me. Per- like, okay. I just mean all of us. Right. So true. We might as well get together and complain yeah. in person. Let's let's go out laughing, you know? Yeah. So just anticipate the fact that there will be an unhappy hour-sized hole in your heart. Mm. And what better way to fill it than with me in the flesh? Wow. Disclaimer, I will not be inserting myself inside of you.
2: <laughs> it did seem like that's where it was going.
1: Unless, you never know. <laughs> if you meet my criteria, then we'll see. <laughs> anyway, let's get into our gripes. Barry, what do you have to bitch about this week, well, you fucking whore? First
2: of all, the fact that that's even the first I've heard that you're going on tour. I didn't even I didn't even get any insider info there. And that I'm going to have to miss you? You're going to be You're be all over the place and I'm going to be able to hang out
1: with you as much. Well, you know what this means. no. That you're gonna be watching truffles.
3: Oh my god! Yay!
1: I should I should point out like there there were what eight or nine yeah I don't even know I seven seven or eight shows that uh-huh. I'm doing but there it's like a couple in January a couple in February uh-huh, it's uh-huh. not like I'm gonna be gone
2: okay okay all right so that's like, not a gripe anymore it's just you know it's news it's news for and me to digest right now in the in the moment.
1: A lot of them are kind of like weekday shows. You mm. can have, a, like, you know, a Wine Wednesday oh, in the middle of the week. Oh, love a
2: Wine Wednesday. That's yeah. usually our day to hang out. Well, well, one of the days we hang out.
1: You'll have to come on tour with me. I won't pay your expenses, but you can come with.
2: <laughs> okay. I've got friends in Indy and not really any of the other places you mentioned. Austin? <laughs> we don't need to do this. <laughs> Just,
1: yeah. What's your gripe? <laughs> uh,
2: my gripe of the week, my actual gripe... Is that my neck hurts? Okay. But you know why? (laughs) Because I was doing, (laughs) I was at the gym with my trainer, Uh Tanessa. Shout out to Tanessa. Wow. That is such a trainer name. (laughs) She's awesome. And uh, she loves Disney cruises and Disney World. Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and I love her she's great um and I was I was doing, I was doing the TRX, I in my head I was doing the trx uh in a push-up position so it's like this band that's connected to a, a to like a large metal frame uh and I went in to do the push-up and boom it snapped and I just collapsed onto her. <laughs> scraped my knee. It was a whole scene. Everyone around the gym had, like, stopped working out to stare at me. It was very embarrassing. Right. And then and my neck has hurt ever since because I basically, you know, fell on her. <laughs> and, I um, just want to yeah. paint
1: the picture because when you first told me this, yeah. I couldn't visualize it. Uh-huh. Did so, I do a better job this time? No. Basically, cool. <laughs> Which is why I'm explaining it. Basically, <laughs> you know how gymnasts at the Olympics have, like, the dangling, like, rings yeah. that they hang from? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, but your feet, so your your feet were on the ground. Yeah. But you're, and you're facing the ground. Yes. In, like, a push-up position, but right. your arms are in the rings. Yeah. And then when you put all your weight on the rings, it snapped. And yeah. then you just fell forward. <laughs> Absolutely. It was so, I was,
2: I'm also pissed about it because, like, of all the like gym injuries, I right. mean, this is like, this is my first gym injury. Yeah.
1: It should have been when you did a deadlift and you like blew a disc out.
2: Right. But no, instead, it's like that I broke a thing because no one had been paying attention to like how threadbare the freaking threads were. Right.
1: I have a vivid memory of it must have been the Chinese Olympics when they hosted the Summer Olympics. And it was during the like, Deadlifting competition and which I will be competing in. One of them, I mean, when you injure yourself in a day, de- like if you actually injure yourself, it's obviously going to be like a horrific injury because yes, you're disgusting. picking up like 700 pounds. Yeah. And they had, I remember vividly watching, they had these like eight or nine Chinese women that would come out with little like. Shields and then form a barrier around the person so that the audience couldn't. It was like if an injury happened, they would come trotting out and just like form a human shield around them, <laughs> holding up the screen so that you couldn't see how like horrifically. I needed them.
2: <laughs> I needed them that day for yeah. my
1: embarrassment. They should have just formed a human shield around you. Yeah.
2: yeah, and no one did, and instead everyone just kind of like looked at me until I gave a thumbs up and was like, "I'm okay."
1: <laughs> one thing this reminds me of too is I saw a TikTok. I know. Wow. Um, of I am so susceptible now to – it's different than Instagram when it comes to getting me to buy stuff is where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Because on Instagram, the Instagram to getting me to buy something pipeline is showing me an ad right. that I didn't ask for. yeah On TikTok – it's working much more cleverly because it's like people demonstrating this product yeah. that I didn't even think I needed. That's how you
2: ended up with the pink stuff, which you right. could not f- tell me what it is.
1: There's a yeah, there's a cleaner called the pink stuff that I was like, oh, I'll try that. Yeah, haven't opened it. Don't know what's in it.
2: Pretty sure it's the same thing as the pink stuff that was like.
1: Right. The pink sauce. Yeah, the pink
2: sauce. And then they were like, well, I guess we can
1: just use it to clean stuff. Yeah. The point is, (laughs) the product that I saw that I was like, I need that is, one, a, like, desk treadmill.
2: Oh, always. Right.
1: Always need that. Two, the one specifically that you're talking about or or that you reminded me of is um, this, like, wedge pillow for side sleepers that has, like, an arm slot in Mm. it. It's, so it's basically a contraption where you can lay on your side, but put your arm inside of the pillow. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I need, apparently it's like a $300 pillow. I mean, But like, it'll change your life. Yeah. I am a firm believer in spend as much money as possible on your bedding. Because you spend, right. I would say, 90% of your day in your bed. Absolutely. If from what I recall in science. Yeah. This has been Science with Matt. Anyway, I, know,
2: I I really want even just like the old school like pillows that I had when I was little where it's like a little it's almost like a little chair. Yeah. I want one of those so bad. But then it's like, where, where do you put it? Why did those go away? I don't know. I think it's like I was small enough where I could then like push it to my feet when I was little and still have like a lot of space between my feet and the edge of the bed. And now I, I'm an adult. And like, where would I put it when I'm done using it? Yeah. Before I sleep. I don't know. But I love those and I want one. Right. And I will be asking it for Christmas.
1: Essentially, it's just a pillow with armrests. Yeah. Yeah. And that technology vanished in like 2009. Um, (laughs) What's your grape this week? My gripe on the topic of buying stuff is I booked my flight, and now we should say it's December 7th of this recording. I finally today booked my flights to go home for Christmas. Oh, you stupid idiot. And they were so expensive, obviously, because I waited. But I just hate that the airlines capitalize on my laziness. Yeah. It's so fucked up that I could be sitting next to someone who spent vastly different amount on oh, the same flight. Yeah.
2: Also, it's not like you're getting more for <laughs> for the price no, you pay. No, exactly. That's my point is <laughs> yeah. we're sitting in the
1: same ass seat and we're paying the same amount. Yeah. Uh, or, or we're paying vastly different amounts. Yeah. All because I was an idiot and waited too long. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I guess, yeah, you're paying for like, no, it's, no, it's ridiculous. No, there's no difference. There's no difference and airlines should all pay for that. Secondly, I literally, it was even more frustrating because- I was trying to check out on the app mm-hmm. and it kept charging my card, uh, but it, it would charge my card because I got a text that said your card is charged. Right. But then it would I'd get an error message on the app and it did that three times. Okay. So I'm going to have to check tomorrow with the bank to make sure I didn't get withdrawn three times. But I kept getting an error message that was like, we're having trouble with the price of this flight. So I had to call... Southwest Airlines. Wow! Mistake wow! You had one. to call. Yeah. Wow. And the person was like, "Oh, I'm not getting that price that you're getting," and it was a difference of like forty bucks. And I was like, "Well, why am I seeing it on my screen, and now you're telling me it's forty dollars more?" I think what happened is the price literally changed as I was checking out, oh. and they were like, "Sorry, we can't honor that." My God. I was yeah. So stupid. Which, like, whatever. It's 40 bucks. I'll pay it. But it's still stupid.
2: But it's like, why? Like, right. why is it 40 bucks more? Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, because I waited one minute longer to press check out. Ridiculous. Yeah.
2: I was actually very excited. This was a huge day for me. I got approved for the JetBlue Plus MasterCard.
1: Plus Master? Plus. Oh.
2: Plus MasterCard, which means I don't have to pay for checked baggage. <gasps> I can do I can change my flights with no penalties or whatever, wow. all that kind of stuff. And it's JetBlue. I'm a JetBlue girl. What can I say? I'm brand loyal. Love her.
1: I think I get all of that by being a Mint member. Yeah. But good for you. <laughs> not, to, not to shit all over your accomplishment. Whatever. I'm no, really special. Good. I'm glad you spent enough money.
2: No, I, it's because my credit's good. Oh. Yeah, I applied. I was on a flight. Oh, no. And they were like, we've got a great deal today.
1: God damn it. You're the reason they do that. It was 80,000
2: points. It was 80,000 points. And I've wanted that card. That's okay? my least favorite I've part of the flight it.
1: is when every flight attendant suddenly become credit card salesman. I know. And you supported them.
2: I did. Because 80,000 points, that's so many. That's like a fucking flight to London and back and then some. That's
1: like 80 bucks, isn't it?
2: No. Jet blue points are real. I get so many free flights. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry that you're a Southwest bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, oh! I fly oh, Southwest between New York Because it goes and midway yeah. and that's
2: closer to your family's place. And I know, I know, I know. We've gone through this before. It's actually ableist of you. Okay. Though. What? <laughs> Not even remotely? Yeah. Uh, um.
1: Well, anyway, we don't have a wino rant right now because we're going to get to that in our deep dive. Yeah, we are. So I think we better get right into our headlines. Let's do it. All right. Let's get into worst things first. You know what is going to actually be the worst thing first is that I'm going to say this is the last ever worst things first. Wow. Because next week is our final episode and we got special stuff planned. Yeah. So this will be the last worst things first. Wow. And it's going to be a short one anyway because we want to get to our deep dive.
2: Where are you guys going to get all your crazy news? All wait, wait, wait do don't it. tell <laughs> me where they almost always have the same stories.
1: <laughs> Just go follow AP Oddities on Twitter. There That's we go. That's where I get all the <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i basically have a twitter list that i look out but you know what it's not just the stories it's our character mm. and the flavor that we add
2: amen right
1: we're basically vanilla
2: oh which
1: i defend is okay. a good flavor all right. enhancer sure
2: all right yeah
1: we're like the sprinkles on top of these stories yeah. it would not be the th- it would not taste the same no. oh you're gonna just a, a cupcake without s- frosting and sprinkles is what a muffin, famously. Boom. But muffins are also muffins are fine. It's just like <laughs> I want a cupcake. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Worst things first. Let's see. First, authorities in Germany. Uh oh. Never like hearing that sentence. <laughs> Only in Germany, y'all. Uh, arrested a 72 year old woman after she allegedly switched off a hospital roommate's ventilator <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. Because she was a she was a, because she was annoyed by the sound it made. Shiro, um Yeah, I guess this is classic German kind of <laughs> viciousness coming out here. Wow. What a. What, I mean, honestly, yeah, I respect it as someone who has severe, whatever that thing is where you can't stand like noises and like
2: clocks and things like that, which is clearly tied to your childhood of being raised amongst so many clocks.
1: Yeah, I now have trained myself to only be able to sleep if I'm blasting uh, a noise machine. Right. And, yeah, it's because I cannot hear any sounds except a uniform silence or a uniform (laughs) whatever white noise is.
2: Yeah. Apparently this woman feels the same. Yeah. She can't hear She can't deal with the beeps and the boops of the hospital room.
1: Maybe they should be providing hospital patients with white noise machines in Germany.
2: Yeah. I love that she wasn't like, hey, can I get a pair of headphones? She was like, hey, I'm gonna fucking kill you, bitch. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Not once, but twice. Yeah. They th- you would think that after the first time she shut it off, that's kind of like a fool me once situation. Right. If the first time she shut it off, the hospital staff should have been like, hmm, maybe we should make it harder for her to get to this. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, and do we, we know the background?
2: Do we we know the background of these women like
1: was it's, there beef it's possible yeah, yeah. what if they're sisters <gasps> and they're set to inherit the same fortune oh and so it's like uh-oh who's gonna go first
2: gotta unplug that ventilator
1: also yeah what if they're both there because one of them got into a car accident r- crashed into the other one mm. they're both there as a result of the same incident
2: right and then the one really damaged the other car, doesn't want to have to pay for it, or, like, they know something more. Gotta offer.
1: Anyway, so the 72-year-old woman was jailed on suspicion of attempted manslaughter. (laughs) Jesus. Following the incident, and um, yeah, I I guess after the first time that it happened, hospital staff, so she turned off the ventilator of her 79-year-old roommate, Mm -hmm. and hospital staff were like, no, this is vital. (laughs) You can't no oh no no, no don't touch her. can't that be button. doing that uh, and then later in the same evening she switched it off again and the older patient had to be revived oh no oh no oh no while her life is not in danger she still requires intensive care according Yikes. to hospital authorities
4: this got real.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, can't imagine. Bored. Unplugging a ventilator is going to be a good thing. Maybe no. she was
2: bored. She was bored and she wanted a little action, so she unplugs it. And she knows she's already in the. Ho- she knows the roommate's already in the hospital. They're gonna be okay. And then, like, she's bored. She's sitting there, unplugs it. Boom! All of a sudden, she's got all these hot nurses in here reviving this old lady. Right. And it's it's like it's a little entertainment. No I screen time, you know.
1: There's got to be some type of insanity plea here because right. like anybody whose smoke alarm battery has ever gone out and doesn't have the batteries to immediately replace it like 30 minutes into that sound you're going to commit murder absolutely the first person who walks into your door you're stabbing them in the throat dead so i completely understand yeah that the sound of hospital beeping is going to drive this woman to to crazy lengths and you know what crazy length that was flipping a switch there it goes there it is Next, um, the mayor of New York City, who I keep forgetting his name. I'm just like, <laughs> after Bill de Blasio, which is like a great name. It is. You have to admit, it yeah. is a great name. Eric Adam. It sounds like... The, Eric Adams. Right. I just kind of stopped saying it yeah. at that point, <laughs> but I didn't know it was Adam. No, okay. He just sounds like a guess who character name. Right, like, uh, it's no, not... Yeah. <laughs> it's just two names. Right. His administration... Posted a job opening with a salary of up to $170,000, by the way, okay. for what is being called a rat czar, <gasps> a.k.a. Director of Rodent Mitigation. Damn. They are hiring a rat serial killer. <laughs> I thought the rat czar was the woman who said... um, The rats don't run this city. We We do. do. No. She's, I think, the head of, like, sanitation. Sanitation, yeah. Uh, The point is, New York City is hiring a rat czar. Uh, I think the funniest thing about that declaration of the rats don't run the city is how wrong it is, actually. I have seen
3: so many
2: lately. Yeah. It is wild. In the same way that I'm seeing inflation because my bagel sandwiches are – those prices are going up. Right. I am seeing rats. I've seen a rat every
1: single night this week. I've seen two dead rats on my block. Right. This week. I want to know my building. They've been doing like exterminator visits. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. And I just want to know what set it up because we got an email that was basically like, hey, we're doing an extermination check. Like uh, expect on this day for someone to show up and like just check your apartment. And it made it seem like it went to the whole building. But I'm like, mm, I kind of feel like this is a targeted email. and right. they just made it sound generic to. Uh, like, hide. Soften the blow. Yeah. And I heard yesterday an exterminator show up to one of my neighbors. So I'm like, are you the fucker who's causing Uh this entire hallway? Or is it, like, is it just a general thing? I don't know. I've seen a couple of, like, those little cockroach things. Ew. Yeah. Like, near the sink. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time I've seen it in the almost three years that I've lived there. That's
2: so fucking crazy you've been there almost three years.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the point is, the rats very much do run the city. Absolutely. And it does. Uh, the job description specifically said, the ideal candidate is highly motivated and somewhat bloodthirsty. <laughs> which I hate that. I feel like they're looking for a serial killer, yeah. actually. It's like, I mean, that is like one of, the, yeah. one of the main symptoms of serial killers. Qualification.
2: Did you used to kill animals when you were a child? <laughs>
1: yeah. Did you harm a small You're going to love being mammals? a rat Uh Did you pee the bed until you were 16 (laughs) what's the other one there's like three main identifiers of a serial killer killing small animals um wetting the bed oh starting fires uh it does remind me of my favorite ever eric adams story which is when he was brooklyn borough president and he demonstrated a new kind of rat trap that was just a toxic soup to drown rats in that he demonstrated by holding up a chunky (laughs) toxic soup to a bunch of reporters That contained a bunch of floating rat parts. Yeah.
2: WNYC loves bringing that up. They talk
1: about that all the time. Call me WNYC because I'll bring up the rat soup any day of the week. (laughs) And finally, a Georgia sheepdog is recovering at home after killing an entire pack of coyotes. Oh, my God. I want to know why. (laughs) Like, how are are you as the owner of a dog, like, just going to... Continue living with that vicious <laughs> yeah. monster who killed an entire pack of eight coyotes. Holy shit. Casper the dog who made is, a
2: bunch of ghosts. That, that's what he that's did. That's for damn
1: sure. Casper the not friendly dog. I'll yeah. say that. Well. Not to coyotes at least. I guess he's a sheep herding dog. Okay. Uh, and this, uh, there was a pack of coyotes who were threatening the sheep at this person's farm. And Casper, who is a 20-month-old sheepdog, attacked these coyotes. The fight lasted longer than half an hour. Oh, my God. It left eight coyotes dead and bloodied Casper. And he um, he scampered off, apparently, but returned a couple days later. Oh. Um, and <laughs> the owner said he was kind of looking at me like, Boss, stop looking at how bad I look. Just take care of me. <laughs> Love that. Wow.
2: Um, what an... app! What I mean, what a hero, you know? Protected I, his sheep, I guess.
1: I guess so. I mean, it's a little bit of circle of life here. It's yeah. like, who deserves to die more, the sheep or the coyotes? Mm. Let mm-hmm. them eat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck sheep. What do they even do?
2: They make, like, wool and stuff.
1: I do not understand how, like... Are there wild sheep?
2: Oh, right. I think that we've covered this before. Or if it's we like, completely happens, domesticated sheep. right? What happens to just sheep in the wild who like don't have humans to cut their hair.
1: Right. This also reminds me of a TikTok I saw ring the TikTok bell where some girl was like, um, we domesticated pigeons. Right. But then like decided we don't want them anymore. <laughs> so that's why all wild pigeons are like fucked up. It's yeah. Because they like don't know how to survive.
2: Right. And yet they do.
1: Somehow. It's beautiful. Life. Uh...
2: <laughs> Oh, uh, he finds broke. a way. There it is. Did wow. Did you get that
1: reference? I don't remember. <laughs> Jurassic Park. I bet you've never even seen it. I
2: have. Okay. I cried when he saw a brontosaurus for the first time because it was so beautiful.
1: That's not even the most emotional part of that movie. I know, but it's it was emotional to me.
2: Um. Anyway. Can't wait to see the uh, movie adaptation of the story.
1: Yeah. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we are opening up the Rant Hotline for one last time. One more time Deep dive, 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 deep
5: dive, deep
3: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. All right. Well, our Rant Hotline has been open, I don't know, for a while. A while. I can't remember when we actually introduced the Rant Hotline. At least two years. Probably. Maybe pre-COVID even? Possibly. You winos have been an integral part of Unhappy Hour, I would say since the beginning.
2: Yeah, you know. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's almost as if we could not have done this show without you. Right. Uh, And at some point during the course of the show, we decided to give you the power of complaining. Bold move on our part, because famously, people cannot be trusted with power. (laughs) With great power comes great responsibility, said that old guy from that movie. And we gave it to you, very trustworthy of us. And... Thus far, you have not disappointed. And so for the very last time, we've opened up our rant hotline. We've looked at the voicemails. we picked out some of our favorites. We should say lots and lots and lots of you called in and left your beautiful rants. And we love all of you. Um, I I won't go that far. I wouldn't say we love all of you. I'm sure there's some of you who are not good people.
2: Yeah. I don't want to I mean, if say, you're listening to this show, there's
1: There's definitely... probably a good part of you that's not good, yeah. I would say even. So um, – But obviously we cannot play every single rant. So if you called in and we didn't play your rant, just know that we love you for calling and um, you are beautiful in someone's eyes, uh, even (laughs) if it's not mine. And um, I still uh, appreciate you calling, but let's hear the people who called in. Uh, We got a bunch today. So let's kick it off with our first rant. Rant.
6: Okay, so I just listened to your podcast, and I do live in the Wubin, Massachusetts area. And I will tell you, these turkeys, they are fucking menaces to society, 100%. <laughs> I was just listening to your podcast at the gym, and I got home, and the turkeys was in my fucking driveway. And oh. when I went to pull my SUV in, they didn't even flinch, these motherfuckers. Heaven. Now, I, I put my foot on the gas. I did not hesitate. I'm not a, I'm not a murderer, but I'm not afraid to kill a turkey today because for real, <laughs> like a message needs to be sent to these turkeys. They need to understand their place. This is not their territory. This is ridiculous. But one thing, one tip that I will share that I have learned that if you just spread your arms really wide, your arms and your legs and kind of flap them and take up the space and make uh-huh. your body bigger – Uh For whatever reason, it freaks them out, and they do run away. So I did have to do that this morning when I got out of my car, only (laughs) for my own safety. hope (laughs) that helps. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the fact that you had to learn that and have to do that regularly enough to be able to tell us that tip.
1: I love Icon. that. Reporting from the ground. <laughs> from the battlefield. From even. the battlefield. Yeah. Um, absolutely obsessed. Love the accent. Oh my also. God. That was noted. Incredible. And I, yeah, I fear what power birds will have. In our absence. Yeah. I think no other podcast is really taking birds to task like we are. No. Um, We've been watching these birds congregate, grow in numbers, grow in power for the past couple of years. Birdwatch twenty twenty. 2021. Yeah, 2020. I don't even remember. We, I
2: believe we started in 2021.
1: Birdwatch 2022. <laughs> and um, yeah, when when unhappy hour is not is no longer the weekly podcast that it is, it's like what are gonna what are these birds gonna get up to? I'm I'm afraid a lot of
2: mischief. I'll tell you that. And hey, Wino, thank you for calling in. Maybe I'll see you at Boston King Coffee in <laughs> Great coffee shop. I, I love Pete. If she
1: survives.
2: Yeah, true.
1: Yeah. She's going to need a shotgun. It, she probably has one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Next. Well, I just, sorry. I just. A beautiful
2: call. Really beautiful. Okay. Next.
7: My rant is about crosswords. Mm. <gasps> I am poor as shit because I am 27 years old and I decided to go back to school. And my one way of relaxing, because I am not cool enough to do drugs, <laughs> is doing the New York Times crossword. Mm-hmm. I paid 54 Canadian dollars for the yearly subscription, wow. and it is how I like to spend 20 minutes of my day. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is how long it takes me. Don't judge me. My gripe is whenever I ask my partner for something I might be stuck on, he Googles The answer, and I have explained to him a million times that that is a no-no. Right. And it's gotten to the point where I don't even want to ask him anymore. But if I have one stupid sports-related clue left and I don't know it, I have to ask someone. And I'm not going to Google it because that would be sacrilege. So, yeah, thank you for ruining the one piece of enjoyment I have in my day. (sighs) (laughs) Maybe one day I'll be smart enough to do it on my own. Wow. Dump him. Um, Break yeah. up
1: with him. He's a cheater. This is a breakup offense. Um, Deal breaker. Here's the thing, and I don't even know if I want to admit that. Well, Okay, <gasps> I I am also a New York Times crossword subscriber. Right. Okay. Love doing the crossword. I have I think a hundred day streak going right now. Um, wow. Which you can you can you can cheat on the app and then it just breaks your streak. It, you can they can oh. give you hints. On the app, it'll tell you what the answers are. But on the actual app, if you want to get a little star every single day and you have to do it every day in order uh, without without looking up the answers. right? Yeah, sometimes I get stuck and I don't have a husband I can ask. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Sometimes to make myself feel better about like looking up the answer adjacent is like I'll – I'll try to look it up indirectly Mm. without looking up the answer. I'll look up like I'll guess part of the clue like, oh, if it's a sports question, like, oh, I maybe know what team it is, but I don't know the name of the player. Wow. So I'll just look up like the roster. A
2: justifying here.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying. There are ways that you can sleep at night.
2: Yeah. Just not with that man next to you.
1: Right, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, you can't trust him to know it. Maybe you need to just train him um, or if, play this for him. Listen up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Stop telling her the fucking answer and get more creative with your hints. Maybe she needs more of an indirect hint. Maybe maybe you could give her clues without giving her the whole fucking answer. You son of a bitch. You stupid bitch. <laughs> The point is, yeah, maybe he can try to work around it so he's Mm -hmm. giving you more of a hint and less of directly the answer. Yeah. Um, I think
2: that's a great solution.
1: Yeah. Next. I need to get this off my chest. I'm so frustrated with people who
8: just bang against pineapple on pizza. (sighs) Leave it Uh alone. Okay, uh, I have a gluten intolerance. I already can't have pizza. And so then what I'm going to like, have a pizza it's already trash pizza and the one thing that actually brings me a little bit of joy is that like sweet and saltiness and if I add a little spice so like if I do like pineapple and then something salty like I don't know like an olive because I also don't need the meat piece
6: oh my and then god. maybe put
8: a little bit of jalapeno
6: on it like that's my like uh.
8: one little bit of joy that I have and all these people are like oh you better peanut it's pineapple <laughs> <laughs> oh my god let me eat my pineapple
1: Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I have a visceral reaction to hearing the olive-pineapple combination. Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: That was just our full-on reaction.
1: Uh, I don't know about, uh, yeah, a pineapple and jalapeno combination. That I'm into. So a little backstory. When we first started on Happy Hour, we taped like a pilot episode where we did an entire Segment on pineapple on pizza. Yeah. That was one of the very first things we ever recorded for yep. Unhappy Hour. So and we, we got like into- a round
2: table of people. It was like <laughs> Jasmine
1: Hughes and Lindsay Weber. <laughs> and like, and like, like let's all eat this Emily pizza. Emily Flyshaker from it. the yes. New York Times. Yes. We were we were composing like a list of pizza experts. And uh, I don't think we <laughs> ever even used them. We that.
2: didn't, but we brought or maybe we're confu- we're conflating two things. We did end up having Lindsay Weber and Emily Fleyshugger on to talk about pizza. But that was separate from the first roundtable that we did. Right. That had like five people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, I will say that my opinion was anti-pineapple on pizza then. And it still is. Uh, <laughs> I've shown no character growth in the last five years. <laughs> I do not support pineapple on pizza. I support it if that's what you like. Sure. Knock your socks off. Just whatever. Don't, your don't
2: force everyone else to eat it right. when your we're lifestyle ordering pizza together.
1: It's not my problem. Like, don't I don't want to see it, I want to hear it. <laughs> I'll, you know, love the sinner or hate the sin. Yeah. That's the thing that I always say mm-hmm. about pizza specifically. Yeah. But rest assured, if I open a pizzeria, I'm not serving your filth and you can't make me. <laughs> I'll go all the way to the Supreme Court and say, You will not force me to accept your lifestyle. <laughs> the point is, where does it stop? That's Mm. what I am thinking. It's like if we're gonna put, if you want sweetness, why not just put some fucking whipped cream on a pizza? Some cool whip. Whoa. Oh, what about an apple?
2: Okay, I actually have had apple on pizza. Ew. Well, it's but it's like it's not all with the same kind of cheese. No, no, it's like an it's like an apple and ham, like in a Gruyere or something like that. I'll throw up. Okay. All right. Let's move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next.
8: People who like sourdough, mm. are you okay? Who hurt you? Are you okay? Have you ever tasted good food in your life? Stop eating bread that tastes like <laughs> if you bit a Benadryl in half
1: and licked the middle. That is all. Goodbye. Wow. Concise. She, that was a drive-by shooting of yeah. sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I got into a sourdough phase in the pandemic never made a single thing with my sourdough starter that should be said and is it still somewhere in the back of my fridge I think oh god that's gonna explode one day I'm afraid to open that jar yeah you should
2: take it outside and like throw it in the middle of Flatbush
1: the problem is I bought like a beautiful ceramic jar from King Arthur Baking that Mm. I made the sourdough starter in and I like want to keep the ceramic jar but ultimately it's like the devil is growing inside so I can't (laughs) it's been too long I haven't looked at it and one day it will eat me and that'll be the day I die but the point is I put a lot of effort into making a sourdough starter and trying to get into it mm-hmm. and the whole time I was like do I even like sourdough right
2: this is a, this is actually an extremely brave call yeah and I really appreciate it because if I really stop and think about it when a waitress or a waiter, when a server is listing off sides of bread that you can choose from and sourdough is on there, I'm never picking it. Yeah, I always go for a multi-grain. And I think for me it's less of the taste because I like a like sourdough pancake. I like, you know, a tanginess. But it's more sourdough bread is always so crusty, so hard on the outside and it's so soft on the inside. And it's like it's too much. I'm going to scrape my mouth.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah. Crusty bread on a sandwich is like... What are we doing here? The amount of pressure that you need to break through the crust is almost always way too much pressure for the inside. It's nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like jackhammering through the top of the sidewalk, but underneath is a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
2: What an image.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's sourdough. It's like you're going to kill a baby, is the point. Yeah,
2: thank you so much for really <laughs> driving that home.
1: Um, Just like the, a jackhammer into the baby's skull. Oh,
8: my
2: God. Um.
1: <laughs> um next.
8: Hello, I'm British. I, yeah, I don't believe you. Something that I hate.
7: that everyone else loves our shoes because my feet sweat.
8: Like a thirsty ass queen. (laughs) I love you both so much and have followed you for years and want to know how I can continue to be cheered up by your beautiful selves in this trash, trash world. Love you. Bye. Oh. Oh, love you too. Love you too.
1: Even though
2: you're fake British (laughs) and we totally called it from right in the start. Um... Um, My feet also sweat like a lot and to me, it's more a sock thing than a shoe thing. But if I really think about it, it's also a shoe thing.
1: Right. I used to have much more of a problem. Maybe it was like Mm -hmm. pre-COVID or pre like working out more. And so the sweat in my body, the toxins had no choice but to just escape through the foot. (laughs) But yeah, I used to go through like baking soda just pour it into my shoes. Oh, my and, God. And then it would form a kind of paste. Ew. In my fl- <laughs> this is, I'm sorry. I'm
2: sorry. I don't mean to be so mean. But you're disgusting.
1: <laughs> I mean, it hasn't happened in a long time. But okay. But the point is, yeah, I, they, there needs to be more products. There needs to be better shoe craftsmanship. Yeah. I'll say it. Yeah. yeah. Do you
2: remember those? Oh, my God. What, I'm having like a flashback. Was it was it Skechers who came out with like the shoes that are perfect for people whose feet sweat and it all had like little holes in the bottom of it. Ew.
1: I don't remember that at all. (laughs) Hold
2: on. This was in like, the early 2000s.
1: I will. I will say we haven't innovated shoes like they were doing it in the 2000s. They
2: they really haven't.
1: They were they were trying everything in the 2000s. They were putting wheels on shoes. They were making gyms <laughs> into shoes. You had an entire gym on your foot with the Skechers Sketchups, wasn't that what they were called? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And they just made the bottom of the shoe like hard to stand on, basically. (laughs) That was the point was that like you had to engage your court in order not to fall over. (laughs) Oh, that's great. But they were doing so much with shoes and they're not anymore. Now it's just like, oh, there's a new look. Yeah. It's like it's got a new color. Come spend $200. Great. So fun. Then I do. Next. All
4: right. I know y'all told us not to. Complain about the fact that y'all are ending the show, but <laughs> I've had enough wine that I don't care anymore. Um, and here's the thing: I almost always forget when I'm listening to your show that I shouldn't be eating when I'm listening to it because y'all always get gross. You talk about some nasty <laughs> shit, and every <laughs> single week. I listen to it first thing and eat my breakfast and then every single week on a Tuesday, I can't finish my fucking (laughs) breakfast. Obviously, you're talking about the worst things of the week. There's going to be something weird, but you inevitably always talk about like a body part, like (laughs) toenails or teeth or snakes come up often. Sorry, Barry. But like, you always talk about something like nasty as fuck and I do not know why I can't get it in my head, but I should not listen to your show when I'm eating, but I do. And then, yeah, anyway, I love the worst news of the week. Um, but yeah, it grosses me the fuck out. And I'm so sad that I won't be able to stop eating um, when I'm listening to your show anymore.
1: Mm. <laughs> I think now when you eat, you just have to imagine that we're whispering the most disgusting stuff into your into your head.
2: Oh yeah, should we do like a quick montage of like here we go? Let's just say like, poo, pee,
1: right, toenails, vomit, yeah, nipple, hair, <laughs> boogers.
2: Oh, big fat boogers.
1: Yeah, I've talked on the pod before about how wh- I hated boogers as a child so much so that. um if I saw one, I would immediately vomit. Yeah. And one time we were on the highway. I and wish I...
2: I knew you as a child so badly. Like, I wish I was an adult who knew you as a child. I don't really care to have known you when we were both children. No. Um, well, I... Of course I would care to. But... I've
1: definitely said this before, right?
2: Yeah, but let's hear it again. One last time.
1: <sighs> My brother and I were in the backseat. We were both children. My brother's six years older. I sneezed. A booger came out and was hanging out. And my brother was like, uh-oh. And my mom was in the front being like, Anthony, stop it. Don't call attention to it. And m- my brother was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and then I was like, what? What? And I touched it, immediately vomited all over the backseat. My mom had to pull over on the side of the highway. <laughs> cars, Cars were stopping like, do you need help? And my yeah. mom was like gagging. <laughs>
2: Oh, won't you all miss these types of stories? Hey, yeah. don't worry. You can see them
1: live. Exactly. And wow. yeah, I'll also be telling. So I do the live radio show um, oh, yeah. on AMP that you can listen to. I think for the month of December, I'm going to be doing it every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Oh, my God. I'm going to be doing it four times a week for December. Wow. So, yeah, I'll talk about some weird stories. There will always be a place where yeah. I will talk about weird stories. Yeah. Don't be worried. We'll um, always be
2: gross, no matter
1: where we are. Exactly. But, you're, yeah, until that, you're just going to have to imagine us whispering the most disgusting stuff or replay that story again and again. Mm-hmm. What else? Um,
8: I'm calling to rant
6: about something that I love that everyone else hates. Um, I love Florida. <gasps> It's the most insane place in the entire world. And who wouldn't
4: want to live in the most insane place in the entire world?
6: It's never boring. Never once, And that's all I got to say about that.
4: Keep it weird, Florida.
1: We'll allow it. I would love it if that call had ended with like (laughs) an alligator growl (laughs) and and then screams. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it should go without saying that this podcast has um, an adoring... But terrified relationship with Florida. Like, I look on Florida with open-faced, open-mouthed awe. Yeah,
2: awe-inspiring for sure.
1: Yeah, I am amazed that I, I, I feel like the people who live there have are evolutionarily stronger than the rest of us. Amen. And I couldn't do it. No, certainly no. no. I mean, the temperature alone, the humidity alone, no. I would simply evaporate. We
2: will be in the state of Florida together. That's right in, Feb. in February. We'll probably post pictures to the grid because we're going to Disney
4: World.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be nuts. <laughs> It'll be right after my show in Raleigh, North Carolina. Perfect. I'm going to have to fly right from North Carolina. Oh, my God. To Florida. Wow. That's how I say it. Um, but, yeah, I I am in awe of Florida this entire time. I have nothing but, um, well, respect is a strong word. Yeah. I have I have nothing but um admiration for there Florida. it is yeah beautiful and fear yeah next
8: so we had a lady that was leaving my work a few years ago and we were having a potluck and i don't cook uh so i was buying chips the party size of blue doritos and the party size of uh the sour cream and onion, sour cream and cheddar ruffles because those mm-hmm, are the best kinds of chips. Uh, hands down. And I knew there were going to be leftovers and I couldn't wait to fucking chomp on that at home. Um, and so after our like goodbye party, I noticed that my chips were being bagged in a bag with other people's stuff. And so I went over to the bag and started to undo it so that I could get my chips out because I was like, these are mine. And some woman came over to me and said... Those are going home with what's-her-face, who's leaving. And I was like, excuse me, no. I did not buy these chips as a going-away present for this bitch. Patricia, these are my fucking chips, and they're going home with me. Like, what the fuck do you think? Do you think that that was, like, my present to this party? And that woman just, like, was like, oh, let me open them so that everybody can enjoy them for a minute before I take them home to my familia. No, like just back the fuck off. That is weird. It's weird, and that's my rant.
2: I really hope that in this story, the woman who left was, like, fired, and, like, <laughs> unexpectedly, and this was, like, everyone saying goodbye to her, and then our wino was like, don't touch my fucking chips that I brought to this party. <laughs> Go
1: be unemployed. <laughs> Eat your own. Wow, I'm, like, conflicted by... <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand the sentiment of, like, wanting to take your chips. Yeah, absolutely. I also get the, like, you bring something to a party, like, you should expect them to be taking it home.
2: I agree. I think the thing that I don't like about this is the woman who is, like, bagging things up on behalf of the other person. Right. It's like, that to me is suspicious. Right. I don't like that. Right. It's like either everyone at the end just kind of, like, takes stuff or the person... Who, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I think I'm just trying to justify this listener.
1: (laughs) I do respect, especially if you specifically bought more than enough because you were like, this will be so much that everyone will be happy at the party and I can take enough home
2: feels different when you're talking about like store bought chips versus like a homemade thing. Yeah. Like the homemade thing, of course, like everyone's going to take some of that home or the person whose party it was. Gonna, but like chips, yeah. like if you want a bag of chips, go out and buy a bag right. of chips. Get your own
1: fucking chips. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm back on this
1: girl's uh side. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Patricia. <laughs> I am curious what the other potluck items were. Yeah.
2: But everyone loves a chip.
1: Everyone does love a chip. That's true. You and can't if, go if wrong she
2: hadn't chip. brought the chips... Someone would have been like,
1: "I wish there were chips." That's true. Everyone, it's like chips—you don't know that they're gone until they're missing. Right? Mm. Does that make sense? <laughs> you don't know.
2: You don't know you're gonna miss them unless, until until yeah, they're not there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was what I was trying to say. Yeah, I got you. Um,
1: if there's one thing that we can inspire the people, if there's a message that we can leave the people with in general, mm. is get your chips. Mm-hmm. Don't back down. Mm-mm. Make a scene. And finally. I just want to say that I would like to apologize to Barry. Um, in the
4: beginning, I was definitely one of the people that left the negative Apple podcast review no! because of her laugh. And I'm sorry, Barry, but I didn't know you yet. And later, I realized that that's her real laugh, and she can't help it. And so thank you, Barry, um, for all the joy that you've brought these years, and I wish you the best in all of your endeavors.
2: Wow. I, like, need to silent laugh right now because it's, like, all I can think about is how I sound when I'm laughing. Oh, no. Wow. wow.
1: Vindication for Barry. Yeah,
2: the bravery. Thank you. And you know what? I forgive you. That's yeah. what it's all about, you know?
1: To be fair, to... I have
2: an annoying laugh.
1: No, it's not even what I was going to okay. say. Okay. I told you that my mom for a long time referred to you as Dolphin Girl (laughs) because the way that you introduced yourself on our very first episode (laughs) was that you have a laugh like a dolphin, (laughs) which I don't even think is true. Or maybe I've just gotten used to it.
2: I think also, not going to lie, I think my laugh has a little bit changed.
1: Yeah. Well, you've gone through puberty. Right. So that's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I took laugh lessons. Sure. I didn't. Um, I don't think that's a thing. And if it is, people shouldn't do that. Love your life.
1: Yeah. It's maybe you've grown more confident. Wow. You f- you, you're you you not hiding who you are anymore yeah. behind this facade. Right. <laughs> um, so people don't uh, like you now. Yeah. It's really, truly because they hate
4: you. <laughs>
1: <Cool>. <laughs> Thank you for taking something nice and turning it into something mean. No, my point was... <laughs> Yeah, like you specifically made a point to call out how annoying you primed the listener to dislike your laugh. Yeah,
2: defensive mechanism.
1: And now we know that that we should not be doing that.
2: Yeah, we actually got bad ratings because of it. (laughs) The fate of this show could have been so different had I embraced my laugh.
1: No. No, we,
2: we still did over 200 episodes in our and are ending it on our own terms, so.
1: Yeah, we had, we've had we had a truly amazing 200-plus episode run. Unfortunately, I don't know if I said this, we were so close to 250 <laughs> so episodes. Close. And,
2: of course, our personality types, we debated for, like, A solid 15 minutes being like, is it worth getting to 250? And it was ultimately like, we'd have to keep going for like months and it's not worth it.
1: Yeah, because it does uh, like 15 or 16 episodes like doesn't sound like that many more episodes, but ultimately it is several more months. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. other stuff is going to happen. So anyway, justice for Barry, (laughs) vindication for Barry's laugh. (laughs) What growth, what growth we've achieved on this podcast. It's beautiful. Thank you all for growing with us. Thank you for growing with us. Thank you to everybody who called in. Thank you for everybody who ranted, whose rant did not make it onto an episode of the show. Like we said, we're going to keep this feed alive. Mm -hmm. You know, we may come out with some special Unhappy Hour episodes in the future, including Rent Hotline episodes. Um, You know, this will be the place where if we have new ideas that we're trying out, we'll plop some, some stuff in this in this podcast. Yeah,
2: it'll be just like the trope where like someone dies and then you keep calling their voicemail and like just to hear their voice, you know?
1: Yeah, and but then the one time you call, <gasps> it's different. Whoa. It changed. Whoa. There's something new and wow. then you're like, they're still alive. <laughs> yeah. Gone but not forgotten is what we say. Yeah. Anyway, that is it for this week's Deep Dive. <sighs> Let's get into our chasers. Anyway, we're almost there, we're almost at the end of the show, but first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that help all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some of our anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Barry, what are we highlighting this month? This month, we're highlighting
2: one of our favorite organizations. We've brought them up before. It's Trans Santa. Tis mm-hmm. the season. Just wanted to mention a couple of the things that you can do with Trans Santa. You can volunteer through their site. There's like a form that you can fill out if you want to volunteer with them. Or even without doing that, you can provide image descriptions and letter transcriptions of their posts just by commenting on their post. And then the staff of Trans Santa will pin it. That's a way you can help out. Or you can donate and help get these kids some presents. So you can check out our show notes for a link, transanta.com or on Instagram.
1: And, of course, all of our past Do Better White Peoples are on a beautiful list that you can access at the link in our Instagram bio. Now, uh, what TV have you been watching? What have you been watching this week?
2: Started a new show. It's called Fleischman's in Trouble. It's on FX on Hulu. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Have you watched it? Have you started?
1: I haven't watched it yet. You're going to love it.
2: I love it. I fucking love it. (laughs) You're going to love it. I'm really enjoying it. It's very good. It's Uh, with,
1: what's his face, Mark Zuckerberg?
2: Yeah, it's Jesse Eisenberg. It's Lizzie Kaplan, who I love. It's Seth from the OC, baby. It's Adam Brody looking fine as ever. Mm. Uh, And it is Claire Danes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a stacked cast and it's really good. And it's like funny and mysterious and just like I love the tone. It's based on the book by Taffy Brodesser-Ackner, who is a journalist and an author. I love her work and it's coming out weekly. So, as of this recording, I think four episodes are out and then it'll be weekly after that.
1: What about you? What are you watching? Well, you and I got stoned to record last week's episode. We sure did. And then we started watching The Season of Survivor that Mike White is in. Right, yeah. And then I just continued watching Survivor for Which the last I had
2: Oh my God, I had never seen Survivor before that, but I was so curious to see.
1: I started like binging Survivor from season one, uh-huh. like last year. Right. And I got like four or five seasons in and uh-huh. then stopped and there's like 40 seasons. So many. So- um, It's
2: still going, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Wild. See, I would say my gripe about watching old seasons of Survivor is- A, I have like a vague recollection of watching it 20 years ago. Right. So it's like.
2: It's like deja vu. Right. It's like,
1: oh, did that person win? The other challenge for me specifically is that I always want to look up the hot people. Right. And I can't for two reasons. One, because it was 20 years ago and they're not that hot anymore. <laughs> and two, because then I don't want to spoil the season for myself. Right. So it's like I have to wait until the end of the season before I can stalk the hot person.
2: Right. That's really difficult for you.
1: It's also difficult because sometimes the hot person is like a cop.
2: Yeah, probably a bad person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. The one of them, the cop got like. How many was,
2: survivors were at? January 6th,
1: or <gasps> are at the Capitol. Not, yeah, probably. But Some of like, them, yeah, I mean, part lot. of the whole thing of Survivor is that it's like a social experiment and they mix people from like all different backgrounds. And yeah. so sometimes it's like a real racist <laughs> person <laughs> who will, will like really, really vaguely disguise their overt racism. Anyway, <laughs> what what's your non-TV chaser?
2: I got two. One is that you and I had a random pie contest party. Yes, we made four pies for no one. <laughs> was, we were like, already had these plans with no people involved. And then we were like, oh, our friend Erica, we can watch White Lotus and eat pie. And then my upstairs neighbors, I was like, do you guys want pie? I still have so much pie left over. But the real chaser here is that I made my most perfect pie so far. Yeah. I am still so proud of my crust. I made my first ever no soggy bottom pie. Yeah. It was... Erin McDowell, thank you so much for all of the work that you do. I made her all butter crust, which I'm trying to perfect. And I used PD Pies filling recipe for maple brown butter apple pie. But I did my own little twist on it. Only used maple sugar instead of regular sugar to enhance the maple. And I just I want my legacy to be pies. I want like when I'm coming to a holiday, I want people to know, oh, Barry, she's going to be bringing pie. Right. And it's going to be, it's going to be a winner every time. Yeah. The other chaser I have is that I have a new baby
1: niece. <laughs> I am shocked that pie came before your niece. Well,
2: because it felt like I had to like build up to the baby niece. You know, right, I can't exactly. be like, oh, baby niece? oh, also some pie. No, it's like I have a new baby niece. My right. sister gave birth to the second baby as of this moment of this recording. We don't know her name yet. We'll find out soon. She is so freaking cute. It's insane. Is there a reason why they're
1: waiting to name her?
2: Well, it's like a Jewish tradition okay. thing. It's like you announced it at the baby naming ceremony, which as far as I know is like a pretty old superstitious kind of thing because like way, 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 way back in the day, you know, baby mortality. Right. not So great. It's so like, it was well, like, why you don't name a
1: goldfish. It, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah.
2: And now that has become a part of the tradition and like. Right. You just announced it at the baby naming ceremony. So we'll find out soon. She's so freaking cute. I love her so much. Maybe I'll play the clip of my niece, Sarah, who is two years old and has become a big sister. And she was drawing a picture while her mom and dad were at the hospital. And she drew a little picture and said this about it. Yeah, that's my baby sister yeah it's for my baby sister (laughs) and I've had that stuck in my head for days where I'm just like yeah it's for my baby sister it's for my baby sister it's for my baby sister yeah it's for my baby sister
1: one of those moments where like People who know a specific child can translate yeah. it, but yeah. everybody else is <laughs> like, what the that way? is a superpower <laughs> that parents have yeah. or family of of baby where a baby will be like, nah, 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 like oh, <laughs> you want to do math homework? <laughs> it's like absolutely no other human being could possibly have translated that.
2: It's for my baby sister. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, I'm very excited. What about you? What's your chaser?
1: I would um, double down on the pies. Yeah. It, not the, the baby. <laughs> not the
2: baby. The thing about the pies is we made so much pie that we got sick.
1: Oh, yeah. And had so I much leftover. physically ill for 24 hours after it.
2: But you know what I want to do again this weekend? Make more Make pies. pie. <laughs> I just, I want to bake pie all the time.
1: Yeah. Just to explain further. And we can post photos of this on the gram. Yeah, We will. Uh, you, at one point, were like, after Thanksgiving, like, I want to keep making pies so I can perfect it. And I was like, yeah, let's have a pie off. Yeah. And we'll make like a bunch of pies. And then I was like, OK, well, how many pies are you making? And you were like, one. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. We need to <laughs> both make two pies so we have as much pie experience as possible. Right. Because um,
2: if you're making one crust, you might as well make two. But exactly. if you're making a pie with a double crust, then you might as well make two double batches, which is how I ended up with a quiche and
1: another pie as well. Yeah. So I love this. I think we should make more pies. Yeah. Now I really want to do like holiday cookies. Mm. But how do we do pies and cookies? I believe... We, we can, can do think both. of something. Yeah. yeah, we can do both. Mm-hmm. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can add to the Odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast. Follow us so that you don't miss anything when we do more in the future. Rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Not at this point. You've had your chance to shit talk. So only give us a nice review. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, Marina Henke, and me, Matt Belisai. Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jen Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Honsdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellasai, you can follow Unhappy Hour Pie on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. If you want, you can still leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. You never know when we might dip back into the voicemail inbox to come out with a special episode, so you can still leave us a voicemail. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week for our finale. Uh, (gasps) Bye-bye. (laughs) dun dun da da dun dun da da dun dun da
5: da